We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. In 2003, Nike signed 13-year-old Freddie Adu to a seven-figure contract. But Freddie didn't live up to the hype. He has turned down every single documentary project looking closely at the details of his career. Until now. People are going to look at everything you did because of the hype surrounding your arrival and what they think you can be. I'm Grant Wall, and this is American Prodigy, Freddie Adu, from Blue Wire Podcasts. Blue Wire. New England sending QB Jimmy Garoppolo to 49ers. We believe we found the right guy. Garoppolo, quick pass, caught by Kittle. He dives, and he's in. Touchdown, 49ers. Kittle is going to go. Touchdown. Yeah, you heard it there. It's Candlestick Chronicles, a 49ers podcast on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. I'm Kyle Madsen. I write about the 49ers over at NinersWire.com. Part of the USA Today Sports Media Group. Flying solo today, as I will after each game moving forward with Chris Biederman, who typically joins me on the podcast. He covers the 49ers for the Sacramento Bee. He's busy doing his beat writer things, sitting in on video conferences and such after the game. So we'll be back together to have a more in-depth podcast for you. That'll drop Tuesday morning once we've had a chance to kind of rewatch what we need to rewatch and digest what was an ugly, ugly 23-15 to 15 loss for the 49ers at the hands of the Washington football team. So we'll start here. The 49ers loss combined with the Seahawks 40-3 drubbing of the New York Jets officially eliminates the 49ers from the NFC West race. If any of you were on the optimistic side thinking they might still have a chance to retain the NFC West crown, they will not. They were officially eliminated from that contention on Sunday. And their chances of making the postseason now 
uh, dwindled dramatically. The Cardinals knocked off the New York Giants. That moves the Cardinals to 7-6, and six, while the 49ers, they fall to 5-8. and eight. So San Francisco would need to win out, and they'd need to get a ton of help from multiple teams if they're gonna if they're gonna get to the postseason, so if they get there by week 17, we can talk about it then. But right now, uh, this team has bigger issues, and that's something Chris and I will dive a little bit further into on Tuesday's pod. But for now, I want to talk about this this game the 49ers just played. Chris and I discussed in our Friday podcast that human nature might take over, and the 49ers might come out a little bit a little bit flat in their second game in Arizona, their second week staying in Arizona and having to prepare down there and be away from their families. And the defense bounced back in a big way. The defense looked really good after getting shellacked by the Buffalo Bills. They 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 held Washington to less than 200 yards, 193 yards specifically. Uh, Washington just 3 of 15 on third down. They only had 12 first downs the whole game, 98 rushing yards, 95 passing yards. A really stellar performance from the 49ers defense that struggled last week. But it turns out in the NFL, it's hard to win with a backup quarterback. And I think when you talk about the 49ers, I think that's where everything starts this year. I mean, there's all these discussions about, is this player good enough? Is this coach good? Is this player good or bad? I don't think it comes down to anything more than than injuries. That's going to be the defining theme of the 49ers 2020 season, whether they finish 8-8 eight and eight or whether they finish 6-10 and 10 or 5-11. and 11. Injuries are a problem specifically at the quarterback position. Herm Edwards was on the radio show I produced at 95.7 The Game in San Francisco. Herm Edwards came on and he said, backups are backups for a reason. They can play 15 to 20 snaps a game and you can live with it. When they start playing a full slate of snaps, 50, 60 snaps in a game, it's going to start to show. And the 49ers are seeing that over the course of like an entire season at some positions. Like they're just they're just not quite talented enough to win these games and stay in these games, and that's especially the case at quarterback. Nick Mullins has had some really good games as a pro, but game in and game out, he's he's not going to do the things he needs to do to win. And when Washington scores two touchdowns, one off a fumble return that that was directly Mullins' fault. He the pocket started to collapse. He didn't take care of the football. Ball gets knocked out. Chase Young picks it up, runs it back 40 yards, Washington touchdown. Later on, first down, Niners driving, trying to trying to get back in the game when they're trailing by nine. And Mullins floats a throw to Kyle Juszczyk in the flat that was easily undercut by Washington cornerback Cameron Curl for a 76-yard pick six. It's the first time since 1999 that the 49ers have allowed an interception return and a fumble return for a touchdown in the same game. And they were directly the fault of the quarterback. And that's not to say that 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 Nick Mullins isn't a good backup. He is. And if you need him to spot start your team, has a chance to win. If you need him to drag you to the postseason and and pick up the rest of the offense when Debo Samuel gets hurt early on, he can't do that for you. And we've seen it before and we saw it Sunday. We saw it specifically Sunday. The opportunities were there. The 49ers had some drops. Kyle Shanahan talked about that in his post-game press conference. The drops hurt for sure. But the two turnovers by Mullins were were quite literally the ball game. Jeff uh Jeff Wilson Jr. fumbled as well. It led to a led to a Washington field goal. 17 points off turnovers in a game the 49ers lost by eight. In a game where their defense allowed six points. Uh, technically nine. But in a game where their defense didn't allow a touchdown. And they lose by eight. 
That's a significant problem. And that's something they're going to continue to run into as long as they're rolling out a backup quarterback, which they probably will for the rest of the season now. Because if Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be their guy moving forward, I have a hard time believing that they're going to try and 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 rush him out there on on an ankle on a high ankle sprain that might that might still be bothering him. So this is just the reality for the next three weeks for the 49ers until this season ends. And it's hard to imagine it getting any better at this point. Nick Mullins, 15 starts, he's 5-10. And, and he's still on pace. <laughs> this is wild. He's still on pace to have the second most passing yards ever in the history of the NFL through a quarterback's first 16 games. The only player with more uh, should Mullins continue the pace he's on to be Patrick Mahomes, which is pretty incredible. But he's not a good quarterback. And that's why he's not starting. That's why he couldn't beat out Jimmy Garoppolo for the starting job. It's why he briefly lost the QB2 job to C.J. Beathard earlier this year. And he didn't get a lot of help either. Like I said, there were some drops. Kendrick Bourne specifically had three. Brandon Ayuk had one. Jeff Wilson Jr. had a big one on the final drive on a third and 12. But Debo Samuel's injury was enormous. The 49ers didn't get him involved very early last week against the Bills. They tried to get him involved early in this one. First play, end around handoff, Debo Samuel, nine yards. But then he pulls up lame on his first touch of the game, first snap of the game, clearly favoring his right hamstring. He tosses his helmet as he's as he's limping off the field with trainers. Eventually ruled out. Doesn't see another snap. And Shanahan said that they had to adjust a lot of things that they were doing on offense when Debo went out. And that's the type of impact that he has. He's such a versatile offensive weapon that defenses, A, have to account for him, but B, the 49ers are sometimes going to game plan around his skill set, especially if they're scripting the first 15 or 20 plays. If seven of those 15 plays are, are touches or looks for Samuel and all of a sudden you're taking him out of the equation, they don't have a player who does what he does. Brandon Ayuk is a really, really good player. We'll talk about him later. Brandon Ayuk's a really good player. He's not Debo. He can't do the things that Debo does with the ball in his hands. And Ayuk's an explosive player. He's really good after the catch. Don't get me wrong. But but Samuel runs with a physicality that Ayuk doesn't, doesn't have. I think Ayuk's better at some other things. But losing Debo's physicality on offense. Like, they, they tried to put Kendrick Bourne in jet motion. And it just doesn't warp defenses the way, the way Samuel going in motion does. It's like it's like when when the the Golden State Warriors were were in the the prime of their run and there would be a fat they'd be getting out on the break and Steph Curry on the break would kind of float to the three-point line and the defense would leave the ball handler for an easy layup to go guard Steph that's that's the type of warping I'm talking about when when Samuel goes in motion defenses have to account for it and when you don't have to account for that east to west factor you can get north to south and you can make life very difficult for the 49ers offense and and that's what we saw that's what we saw in this game they got a really good touchdown drive early on when when Jeff Wilson scored to put him up seven nothing they they kind of just ran the ball down Washington's throat and they looked really good but that's not something you can plan on drive in and drive out against a defensive line as talented as Washington's we knew that defensive line was going to be awesome and and they were. Chase Young specifically was stellar. He had a couple of pass breakups. He had a sack on a play where he wasn't even rushing the passer. He dropped back in coverage, saw an opportunity to get to Mullins, and, and got to him very quickly for a sack. 
Uh, he was he was very good. Jonathan Allen in the middle of that line, really, really good. Deron Payne had a fumble recovery. He's a really good player. Chase Young also forced a fumble. He was the one that forced a Jeff Wilson Jr. fumble. We knew that this is what Washington was going to bring, and the 49ers had opportunities to beat him. Whether it was drops, Mullins missed a couple of wide-open receivers over the middle. We we saw turnovers. We saw players falling down on, on, a, couple of, on a couple of yak opportunities. It was just... It was a it was a very 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 tough game for the 49ers all the way around but it specifically starts like I said with the backup quarterback. And if you're starting your backup for a couple of games maybe you're fine. But when you were looking at at this Niners schedule and saying, "All right, you need Nick Mullins who has 5 wins and 14 starts to go win four in a row, maybe two or two or three in a row even if they if they were going to get Garoppolo back, it's just hard to it was hard to fathom him doing that." And that's just kind of of where he is as a player. It's why he was undrafted out of out of Southern Mississippi. It's really hard to have an undrafted guy come in and put together a really good pro career as a starter. And I think we saw that with Mullins. It's it's the same mistakes, kind of game in and game out. And if you're not going to take care of the football, um, he doesn't have the skill set to overcome those giveaways. So that's what we saw on Sunday. We'll get to some good news in a minute, but first, Candlestick Chronicles is brought to you by Indeed. Indeed is the number one job site in the world with more total visits than any other job site according to Comscore. Indeed helps you find quality candidates quickly so you can focus on hiring the person you need to keep your business going. Maybe the 49ers should post a QB opening on Indeed. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need and you can pause your account at any time and there are no long-term contracts. So the 49ers go in, they post that QB job opening on Indeed, they find their guy, they pause their account until they need somebody else. And now Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria that you can contact the moment you sponsor a job. It's that fast, making Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do. 73% of online job seekers in the U.S. are visiting Indeed each month, according to Comscore Total Visits, so it's clear Indeed can help you get the quality hire you need. That's why more than 3 million businesses worldwide use Indeed for hiring. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. So let me read that to you again. Indeed.com slash BlueWire, B-L-U-E-W-I-R-E, for a free $75 credit. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions apply. Candlestick Chronicles is also brought to you by Pepsi. Thanks to a lack of natural athleticism or commitment or overbearing sports parents, fewer than 1% of 1% of 1% of people will ever play professional football. That's just a fact. But instead of entering the NFL, they've joined another league, the League of Football Watchers. That's me. That's probably you. This football season will be different, and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day, no matter how you watch. Because right now, an ice-cold Pepsi may just be the very best part about watching this 49ers team. Pepsi is the refreshment you need to power through any game day, including one where the 49ers give up two defensive touchdowns for the first time since 1999. Because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game, it's made for those who watch it. Pepsi, made for football watching. Go to madeforfootballwatching.com to check out the latest football watching content from Pepsi. So some good news for you. Brandon Ayuk, rookie wide receiver. The 49ers needed him to be good 
They effectively mortgaged their draft to trade up for him, and he was really, really good against Sunday. He had nine catches for 100 yards. Um, he's consistently hitting the 100-yard mark. He's good after the catch. He's good down the field. Um, the 49ers needed him to be really good, and the fact that he has been as awesome as he's been with Debo Samuel banged up without George Kittle and without Jimmy Garoppolo starting for, for a lot of the season, that's a really good sign for the 49ers moving forward. The defense, I mentioned this earlier, they were excellent. Jason Verrett got his second interception of the year. They needed a bunch of stops late after they went down uh, 23 to 7. They 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 couldn't it was going to be really hard for the 49ers to overcome a 16-point deficit. It was going to be impossible if it if it got to more than that, if it got to beyond a two-score game and and the defense came up with stops. The Niners punted on a fourth and one late. Defense gets a stop, got the Niners offense the ball back. They did what they needed to do after after a Monday night game where they did not look very good. And the secondary was good. The The pass rush kept both Alex Smith and Dwayne Haskins. Smith ended up leaving the game. He had a calf injury. Dwayne Haskins never really looked fully comfortable after, after starting out pretty strong. So credit to the Niners defense. They really brought it. And that was something we wondered about in our in our podcast this week would the defense be able to kind of bounce back from from such a bad performance especially especially you know given the circumstances being in Arizona being away from their families and they did the defense gets a ton of credit especially when you consider that Fred Warner one of the leaders on that defense went out early in the third quarter they evaluated him for a concussion he was cleared to return but he had a, a neck and and shoulder injury and they eventually ruled him out so they played really well down the stretch without Fred Warner, which just added to a list of starters from week one that were unavailable in this game. It's Nick Bosa, it's Solomon Thomas, DJ Jones was out. That's three of the four starting defensive linemen from week one were all out. Fred Warner in the middle was out. Quan Alexander started week one, he'd been traded. Emmanuel Mosley started week one, he was out. Jaquaski Tart, the strong safety, out. The nickel corner, K1 Williams, not playing. D Ford, a nickel edge rusher, not playing. I mean, the 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 laundry list of injuries for the 49ers was incredible eight weeks ago, and it's only gotten it's only gotten worse. It's really, really hard to fathom, but they really, really played well in this one. The difference in the game, though, was the turnovers. Washington took care of the football, the 49ers didn't. It looked like San Francisco got a big interception late to various more tipped a ball that Jimmy Ward looked to snag, but they reviewed it and ruled that it did hit the ground, and it did. It was a good call. But man, if if you're going to give the ball away three times, it's it turns out it's it's hard to win if you're going to give the ball away three times and and not take the ball away at all. And a takeaway, especially late, would have been huge. The one that Ward looked to have was going to put him in the red zone with a chance to, to score and tie the game. But they they couldn't get it done. And that's something that Kyle Shanahan has 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 been preaching for, for weeks is ball security and how that's going to be the biggest thing for for Nick Mullins. And he didn't do it. He just he he didn't on Sunday. You know, Patrick Mahomes against the Dolphins throws three interceptions, but you can live with that because Patrick Mahomes is going to do Patrick Mahomes things. Aaron Rodgers throws an interception here and there, maybe maybe fumbles. You think he's going to bounce back, but for Mullins, it, 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 you you just know it's not going to happen. And San Francisco 
Chris Biederman actually tweeted this out. The 49ers in their last seven games have 18 giveaways on offense. That's not good. FYI, if you were wondering, uh, averaging more than two turnovers a game is not very good, especially for an offense uh, whose margin of error is very, very small. And for a defense that's margin of error has been pretty small. Giving away free possessions is not something this team was going to be able to do and win. And now it has effectively knocked them out of the playoff race. That's just what it is. And this is what happens when the injuries stack up, though. This isn't this isn't the 49ers team that went to the Super Bowl. Just from a from a health standpoint, they are just not there. They don't have enough good players. It looked like against the Rams, week 12, they get Raheem Mostert back and they get Debo Samuel back and Brandon Ayuk's playing. And wow, it looks like, man, it looks like they're they're really gonna put it together. And they they didn't. And then against the Bills, uh Samuel doesn't get involved early. Um, the offensive line really struggles on the interior where they're playing a bunch of backups. And then you go to week 14 and Samuel gets hurt on the first play and, and the injury monster bites again. And that's just the theme of the year for the 2020 49ers. And it, it really shined against a Washington team that is not great. They're, they're, not, I mean, they're playing well. They've now won four in a row, and credit to them. They're leading the the NFC East, and for my money, they're probably the favorite in that division right now because of their defensive line. But a fully healthy 49ers team against this version of Washington wins by probably a couple scores. But they just couldn't get it done on offense on Sunday. Thanks, everybody, so much for listening. Subscribe, rate, review if you have not done so yet. Uh, another more in-depth pod with Chris will drop on Tuesday. And then, of course, we will have our Friday podcast as well, previewing the game against the Dallas Cowboys, which, again, if you hadn't heard, has been flexed out of Sunday Night Football. That game will be a 10 a.m. Pacific time kickoff. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening, and we will see you on Tuesday. Football is back in full swing. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. And when I say every possible chance, I'm not lying to you. There's game spreads and totals. There's team, player, and coaching props. BetOnline gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. The Cam Newton passing yards under, by the way, is easy money right now. So go to BetOnline and make some money. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day. Every single day. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. And don't forget to use our promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word, B-L-U-E-W-I-R-E, BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.